I'm a lot of friends watching, the hoes clocking, here comes respect, his crew's your crew, or they might be next, look at they man eye, big man, they never try, so we roll with them, I'm stone with them, I mean loyalty, niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch, any Master Enterprise and I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position. My corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit.
me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a lease. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt. I'm throwing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Fight the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt, I'm slowing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
I was young, I had to pay a lease. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. Here we are, man. Here we are. As you guys talk amongst yourselves. Dude. Yeah. Being that you guys are talking about this whole this whole women's AEW women's situation and it's actually like dropping just before our very eyes. It's very recent. Um we're gonna start you guys off with that, man, but damn. We got uh we got a bunch of news here today for you guys, man, and obviously we're gonna end it all off with the SummerSlam predictions. But um damn. Um, yeah, we got some, we got some rumors on the AEW women's division and, um, yeah, we're going to read you guys the whole drama that's, that's going on with the AEW women's division. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be very, very interesting, very interesting to, uh, very interesting to see, man. But, uh, listen, if you guys, you know, you guys are really pushing my buttons, talking about Mm -hmm. becky lynch and trish stratus i'm talking about everyone in chat you guys are pushing my buttons saying that you know becky and trish don't deserve to be on SummerSlam. (laughs) i can't even keep a straight face are people actually upset about that um it (laughs) oh dude the only thing I'm upset about is the fact that this is that we have to see Trish after SummerSlam because I planned on SummerSlam being the last date that I would have to see Trish Stratus on WWE television. That's the only thing I'm upset about. Other than that, I genuinely cannot believe people are genuinely like losing their marbles over that. You know, pissed. which is funny. Oh, so, Durante, man, you're going too far, bro. They are, what are they saying? They're big names. You know, they deserve to be on the show because of their name value. Not because their feud's absolute dog shit. Because of their name value, they deserve to be on the show. Yeah, I love wrestling fans. But um, as I was saying, you know what's funny? Because a lot of those people are the same people that were saying, oh man. I love the five-match takeover concept. Like, those are the same people that absolutely loved how short and sweet NXT takeovers were. Two and a half hours. As opposed to a Vince McMahon SummerSlam where they literally just throw their fucking balls to the wall and give you everything that you can possibly ask for. They, they give you, uh, and, and the byproduct of that, of that is a fucking six-hour SummerSlam show. I'm sorry, but I would rather go with the eight-match, three-and-a-half-hour card rather than the fucking 16-match, six-hour card. That's just me. Oh, oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. So, yeah, that's, that's what, uh, that's what, that's what gets me the most is half of those people that are saying that guarantee you they were NXT fans and they were the some of the main people saying oh man I love these short takeover cards because they're not keeping you there for 12 hours just saying bro just saying but yeah 
I genuinely cannot believe people are people were losing their fucking marbles over Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus not being on the SummerSlam card. Boggles my mind as if that feud was any fucking good over the summer. I mean, be real with yourselves, bro. <sighs> so, like I said, we're going to talk about the uh, AEW Women's Division and all the all the rumors, it's 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 a big bunch of rumors at this point, so obviously no no legitimate news um on that, but um <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. The 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 women's wrestling elitists. Dude, they, yeah, this is this has been like the this has been like the fucking this has been like the culmination of their lives this week. It really has been. It really has oh, been, bro. Yeah. This is their mania right now, I guess. This is their fucking brawl out. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, other than that, other than that, man, uh, I guess we can go ahead and hop right into the intro so we can start going over the the AEW women's division and uh, everything that seems to be going on in it, or lack thereof. Um. So, what... <laughs> What's going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast, bro. This is episode 173 of the podcast. Um, we got a bunch of news today here today for you guys, bro. We got the Elite. Like I said, we got the AEW Women's Division, Roman Reigns, Vince McMahon, all of the above. L.A. Knight. Who can forget about L.A. Knight, man? Uh, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of news here today for you guys, man. So. If this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted. And every Friday, we're on here with the news at 4 p.m. Central, man. If you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, has AEW Collision been, uh, become, rather, the best wrestling, weekly wrestling show I don't know, man. I don't know. We talk all about it. You can find it all out on there. So we talked about AEW Collision and the 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 growth of Collision and and how how it feels a lot different and how it's just been a really a really standout show as of late. Um. So yeah. Um. So with that, with that, um. Uh, with that, if you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, if you guys didn't miss that. That is available for you guys on all platforms, man. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. Also, if you guys haven't got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Sales Podcast merchandise, you guys can do this live on the merch shop. That is Bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video and in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. So with that, you can get all eight of these beautiful designs available on the merch shop and more are available on there as well. You got the Chicago flag design, the uncrowned Kings of the IWC, the biggie inspired design, the base logo, the Riddler inspired IWC's best kept secret, the notorious world order shirt that comes in three designs. As you see the Chicago flag design on your screen, we also have the uh, classic black and white and the Wolfpack red design. You got the grand slam shirt. You got the scratch logo and you have the only community that matters. Like I said, all eight of these plus more. Uh, and those are all available for you guys on the merch shop. Again, bonfire.com link is at the top of the description of this very video. And in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. So, 
With that, if this is your first time watching and you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast, I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, dude? Going good, man. Going good. Just been uh just been chilling, man. Been pretty good. Um yeah, of course, and people like to make noise, man. Always at four o'clock. But um never fails. Damn. Never fucking fails, man. But um I'm a good man. I'm a good just can't wait for this weekend. Can't wait for after this show. But um well, it's for the show and after it too. But um shit's been good, man. Mm. Shit's been good. Like Durante always asks, man, how's life? How's the family? Life's good, man. The family's good. How's everybody doing in chat? Durante, Bell, Logan, anybody watching the replay, how are all you guys doing? And what about you, bro? How are you doing? Yeah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Just just chilling, bro. Excited for the day. Exci- uh, excited for today. Excited for tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's tomorrow's should be pretty good. Tomorrow should be pretty good, I hope. There's a couple things I'm pretty excited for on there. But um, other than that, dude, other than that, um, yeah, uh, as Durante always asks, I'm good. Family's good. What about you, Durante, Logan, Bell, Pops, everybody else in chat, everybody else watching on the replay, JT, you guys know who you are. Thank you guys for being here as always. And, yeah, bro, I'm doing good, man. Yeah, like I said, just excited for uh, today. Got some cool stuff going on later. Um, and then tomorrow, obviously SummerSlam, we will be catching you guys after the show tomorrow night for, uh, WWE SummerSlam 2023, bro. So pretty excited for that. Um, super pumped, super pumped as Durante's asking, super pumped for this, for this Slim Jim Battle Royal. (laughs) I'm fucking stoked for it. That's like... Apparently, Slim Jim is like their biggest sponsor they've ever got so far. Like, really? This shit's for, apparently. Who was the one? Was it Snickers? Who was the one that, uh. Who was the. Oh, was it Snickers? I know what you're talking about. Was it the Mae Young? Yeah. I think it was Snickers. I want to say think it, was it was Snickers. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Even bigger than Snickers, bro. So. Should. Should be pretty good, I would hope. I would hope, man. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, all elite wrestling, bro. Ooh. Oh, God. So, there is somebody who's been emerging over the past week. Uh, She's an indie wrestler. Her name is Lufisto. Yo, what up, Christopher Eubanks? How's it going, What's bro? Up, man? How's it going, it's dude? Royal, baby. Let's go. So, so, well, we know what Kevin Owens is eating at the media scrum this time. Well, well he's not on the fucking show. Never mind. Um, oh, yeah. It's going to be LA night, man. He's going to win a battle royal and get to eat Slim Jims next to Triple H while Triple H tells him to wait. Yeah, I was going to say, have L.A. Knight win, and I genuinely want to see the questions that that man gets fucking asked at that media scrum. Are you getting frustrated with your push taking forever? Please. And then fucking Triple H just looks over just... (laughs) (laughs) 
dude, I bet they're not. Dude, I bet they're not gonna put him on it. I don't think they'll put him on it. Yeah, there's only one answer LA Knight can give, and it's uh, it's a word that makes that man a lot of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you frustrated yeah. with your push? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> will be going, bro. Uh, all right, so. Yeah, so there's a there's an indie wrestler that's been emerging over the past week, and she seems to be putting AEW on blast. This is all rumors, by the way. Let me go ahead and put this on up for you, since some people don't have a brain. Disclaimer: The Notorious Seals podcasts are not wrestling journalists. As we cite the story, uh, sorry, as we cite the source before we talk about each story, please do not overreact over thumbnail wordplay as the story we are running, and listen first before you lend an opinion. Look at that. Sincerely, your IWC's best kept secret. That also goes for rumors. Obviously, we're going to give the name for rumors as well. But this is just rumors. We don't know, but this shit is all currently blowing up as we speak. So, Lufisto, like I said, she's an indie wrestler. She's talked about not wanting to go to AEW before in the past because of their, you know, bad reputation, it seems. Um, so, so, um, she put out a thread yesterday and it seemed to have light the wrestling world on uh, the AEW elitists on fire. So she puts this thread out and it reads as follows. Had a one hour conversation with a current AEW talent. The woman who actually addressed the problems I did today were the ones sent home by Tony Khan. There was a meeting to shoot on Thunder Rosa that Khan attended. Before relieving, uh, relieving, what the fuck? Before leaving, he reminded them that their segments were rated the lowest. When some girls arranged a meeting to talk about Brit's crew, one of them ran to Brit to let her know. The girls wanted to address the problem. Uh, the girls who wanted to address the problem were the ones punished. Things didn't get better. They got worse. Uh, they got worse. The legitimate wrestlers believe Tony Khan didn't uh, doesn't give a damn about women's wrestling and feel like and feels like they are going back to the diva era. Ask me who the fuck I am. Tell me I'm irrelevant and that I'm doing this for attention. Call me a liar. Tell me to kill myself. You keep on closing your eyes and supporting human beings and shitty behavior. With the messages of support and especially this phone call I received from AEW employees, this nobody did the right thing. Ever since then, there has been so much. There's yeah. been there has been so much coming out. There's been so many, so many rumors. There was rumors that Dustin Rhodes said something. There were rumors that uh, this person said this. This person stood up for them and they got sent home. Um, to, to tackle what she said first, um, uh, if I'm, I'm talking in a hypothetical here, but if any of that, any of that is even close to being true, that Mm. is severely fucked up, like severely Um, uh, 
well, first off, um, if Tony Khan attended a meeting where they were all shooting on Thunder Rosa, where they were all burying Thunder Rosa, the, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, what? Literally. The, obviously, that is, the, obviously, that is no good. Um, and that, I mean, I mean, I, we, we've been saying it, we've been saying it all the, we brought it up last week after Britt Baker had an outcry because her match sucked. Um, you know, like, uh, a fucking, you guys are bullies. You guys, they, they give the littlest amount of, they give the littlest amount of, of power to somebody. And this, this is where it takes us. Um, uh, they, AEW's went a lot of wrong ways here. Like a lot. They've went a lot of wrong ways about this, even before this shit came out and is having phone calls with AEW employees or, or whatever she's got going on. Dude, the fact that they aired on television, on live television, on a show, focused, pretty much focused on it. That was literally like the centerpiece of the show was how Thunder Rosa was a piece of shit. You air that? And and it's I believe it's streaming on HBO Max now. Like, that's already... Uh, that's, that's already a huge, that's already a huge, huge misstep, but a meeting to talk about Thunder Rosa again, we don't know if that's true, but dude, if any of that is true, um, that is not, that is, that is no fucking good at all. And then sending home people that, that want to talk. Uh, that, that want to talk about the the problem with with Britt Baker and and her circle or whatever. There you go again, just dancing around problems. I I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't even know what to say, bro. I don't even know what to say. If again, it's just rumors. So like, all of this could be bullshit. Which is why I'm saying if um if man if if any of that is is close to true that's not good that's not good also um tony khan reminding the women that their segments are rated the lowest and that uh you know the the consensus backstage is that he doesn't give a shit about women's wrestling and he thinks are going back to being divas that would explain why you hide all your great wrestlers aka athena um, literally. Ha, uh, Chris Statlander, another one. How you hide these people to put your favorites on? How you hide these people to just put your favorites on is is completely mind boggling to me. It really is, and um, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. This 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 Not is I, this is no good. This is no good at all, and that is no way to look at, at any kind of women's wrestling because we've seen what they can do, and I, I hope they know by creating this toxic environment in uh, your women's division, you are you are you are shutting the door on so many great people wanting to come over and and be in this division. 
All because of one person. One person. It's not even that good. Like, I I don't get the fucking... I mean, we all know it's because, you know, Tony Tony Khan is friends with Britt Baker, so he has her side and everything. But it, it's it's gonna it's gonna screw them over in the long run, man. And if all this is true, I hope it does because I don't know what the fuck you expect. But um, it's a horrible situation, man. I, I feel so bad for Thunder Rosa. Me too. Um, that woman. She, there was literally a whole TV show about her not wrestling because her fucking back was injured. She didn't injure her wrist or her hand. Her literal back was injured. And she she was a villain for it somehow, but um, never understood that. But it, it's just a fuck situation, man. Britt, um, I did just see that that tweet, Bell. Britt talking about I hope Rosa clarifies when she's ready. Ready for what? Shut the fuck uh, up. Her fingers are broken. She could tweet right now if she wanted to. She can end all of this discourse right now if she wanted to. But the fact that she isn't, that's the telling factor. Because if it was all bullshit, she could just tweet right now, yeah, it's bullshit, all this will end. She hasn't. I think it's true, at least for the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker stuff. I don't know about the whole women's division Mm -hmm. being like that. But there's probably elements. Yeah, I mean, it was just coming out yesterday that Britt Baker and her crew run the fucking women's division. We all know that, bro. Look look at what's on TV. These are the kind of stories people try to deny, but it's like, dude, if you watch this shit on television, there's clearly something going on. Like, clearly. Literally, dog. Literally, the last all the champions, besides now, you know, um, Karushita has been in Burt Baker's inner circle. It was, it was Brit, and then it was Thunder Rosa, and that was not good for Brit. She did not like that. And look at look at all the champions since then. Jamie Hader, which she Jamie Hader's great. She's still Britt Baker's friend. Um, Tony Storm, we all know they're friends. Soraya, we all know they're friends. But um, backstage, it's literally just a friend circle of just people winning. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a horrible situation for the women's division, man. I'm and I, it sucks that, that they gotta go through this. Um. And I hope it gets solved, man. I hope it gets solved because in the long run, it's just going to bite Tony Khan in the ass. And if Tony Khan doesn't value a women's division, then don't book it. Give the job to somebody else that isn't Burt Baker. Exactly. Like, that's the thing Tony Khan don't get. You don't have to book it. If any, you're already yellow, he doesn't have to book anything. He can just give it to people. Which I know Mr. Notebook likes to do his shit. But if you can't spare any space in that notebook for the women's division, let somebody else fucking do it. Exactly. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. There's money all there. They have immense talent on that roster, and they don't correctly use any of it. Athena's locked in fucking ROH purgatory. Ruby's fucking losing still big matches. Um, Half of the other good ones are injured. Fuck. What the fuck is going on here, man? You got an amazing roster, and you don't do nothing with it. If Tony Khan doesn't see value in it, give it to somebody else. Have somebody else book it, or eventually, you'll lose this great roster that you have for the woman. And it's that simple. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Um, And at this point, at this point, 
Um, if Thunder Rosa wanted to uh, jump ship, I think a lot of people would be. I, I think a lot of people would be uh, cool with that. I think a lot of people would be cool with that. I feel really bad for her. I feel really bad for her, man. Uh, yeah, Thunder Rosa. Um, it, it absolutely sucks what 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 is going on with her and and everything that's gone on with her. Uh, yeah, to the point where. To uh to the to the point where I I genuinely feel for her, man. I genuinely feel for her. I mean, she she's. If I were her with all this shit, I wouldn't even want to go back to fucking work. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even want to. Yeah, I would not want to willingly walk back into that fucking cesspool. Um. Especially because a couple months ago we ran a story about, uh, Thunder Rosa. Holding a backstage meeting to like apologize for how if like if she's ever upset anybody, and we're still going through this kind of shit. Why is she the one apologizing, bro? Oh, dude, this woman's division is fucked, man. It is, bro. It is. There, there's no real care in it that you know Tony has care for who he um. Tony has he's care for who with. he wants to, yeah, for who he's friends with, and that's and 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 that's it, that's it, that's all. Yeah, if I'm Thunder Rosa, I know she was, I know she was supposed to go back to NXT, or I know not back. I know she was supposed to go to NXT when they were running that whole like mystery character with with Athena or with Ember Moon, um, you know where she was. It just showed somebody. <sighs> Golly, the Trons, uh, the Trons just showed somebody driving around on a motorcycle and then the motorcycle pulled up to NXT, took the helmet off and it was Ember Moon back in NXT. I know that was originally supposed to be Thunder Rosa. Um, so I'm sure she's had talks with them before. Um, and because, and, um, what was I saying? Uh, oh yeah. If I was her, I would, I would absolutely look into that because I genuinely, I would sit out there. I would sit out the rest of my fucking contract too. I genuinely would. I would not be coming back. Fuck that shit. Yeah, so... Fucking... The the poor woman gets injured and has to give up the fucking AEW championship and they don't even let her go out in front of the live crowd to do it. She's sitting in a fucking backstage interview crying next to Tony Schiavone in a fucking backstage interview. What kind of Mm -hmm. care is that? Meanwhile, if that was Baker, you know damn well she would have been out there. She would have left the title in the middle of the ring. They would have made a big deal out of it. Come on, bro. You fucking know it, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Complete mess. A complete mess. I think so far she's responded to this, putting, putting AEW on blast again for... Um... What did she say? Yeah, so ever since then, ever since AEW came out, everybody in AEW came out and put her on blast. Um Yeah, maybe maybe Charlotte maybe she needs maybe Brit needs a taste of the Charlotte politicking. I was going to say, maybe we need the ultimate backstage civil war. Two biggest e- egos in women's wrestling, man. Oh, that I think is... we got to see it. 
Dude, I think we'll be looking at Brawl Out, the sequel. Oh, 100%. That might be worse than Brawl Out, man. They'll, just be, they'll, they'll fucking find their way on screen and start fighting. So, so she, tweet, <laughs> she tweeted out um, almost an hour ago. She said, uh, good that everybody at AEW got the memo to to write as much shit to me, uh, to to write as much shit on me as possible so I can be seen as a waste of a human being, non worth living, even though uh, whoever had a single, even though people who never had a conversation, even even people who never had a conversation with me, even better, I see people I never did anything, uh, I never did anything wrong being so desperate. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, we've been there. Um, <laughs> I feel your pain. To to get a uh, to get a job, jumping on the bandwagon. Soon, I'll see you hypocrites be a part of a be a star and mental health matters advertisements, acting like you care. Enjoy your paychecks and keep stabbing each other in the back and pretending this is normal. I can only hope that your hate towards me will get you final will finally get you to fucking work together. For the best of women's wrestling. Now that problems have been called out. So many are miserable, frustrated, and whisper their anger. But will never stand and speak up. I I wanted to leave this world knowing women's wrestling was a better place. It was for a while, but not anymore. The sad part is that you accept it without saying a word. It is what it is. What a waste. Ma'am. So yeah, I guess... I guess that's how this beef ended. Um, I guess so. Yeah, that's uh, that. That's all the that's all the 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 drama, the drama and rumors going around in the AEW women's division, man. So there it is. Hopefully, it plays out better in the end, man. And hopefully, I I, I genuinely can't wait to hear Thunder Rosa's side, man. I really can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. That will be interesting, bro. Okay, speaking of Tony Khan, man, we have an update on the HBO Max situation, or the, not the HBO Max situation, but the streaming situation. So, Tony Khan, according to, uh, spoke to PW Insider, he said, my dream is that AEW all lands on HBO Max. So what the fuck did you copyright AEW Plus for? At this point, from the way he said that, I think he wants it to be on Max, but I don't think Max wants to have it like a whole AEW tab. I really don't think so. Mm. So I think he's just gonna use their like platform and just have them create, you know, a little offshoot of AEW Plus or. AEW Plus could either be what could be the name of what he creates or just the name of the tab in Max that is AEW shit. I feel like he wants it to be in Max, but they might not want AEW in it like yeah. that. Yeah. So he says, my dream is that AEW all lands on Max. It would be tremendous. Right now, AEW All Access is available on Max, which is very cool. And hopefully that is a step in the right direction, getting our stuff streaming we have a great library. Yes, you do, Mr. Tony Khan. And you need to fucking move on to it so I can go back and watch Revolution 2020. So I can go back and watch 
the dog collar match with MJF and CM Punk so I can go back and watch promos and whatnot. Please, for the love of God. Literally, dog. And so I cannot have to pay for two pay-per-views a week apart because, dog, you know, this women's division drama is bad. You know what's worse? Having to pay $60 twice in a week because of AEW because it looks like there is going to be no combined deal for the shows. You're just going to have to buy them individually. Unbelievable. What the fuck? No, that's what I'm pissed about. I'm going to add Tony Khan about that shit. And Fisto, can you add him about that too while you're at it? Yeah, I was going to say. Just throw it in there. Because holy fuck. <sighs> Fucking A, man. Yeah, unbelievable. So that's the uh, that's the latest update on the whole streaming situation, man. Obviously, we're going to continue to bring you guys more as we go on uh, and as we find out more information about this. All right, man. Don't get too excited about this news. But we got... Two signings, well, I guess four, but if you're talking a yeah. guy in a group, then, uh, you know, this Just is uh, super, super, super exciting. Kip Sabian. Yay. So AEW tweeted out that the Elite re-signed, and Evil Uno quote tweeted it. He says, Dark Order. Also re-signed. Where's our press release? Nowhere to be found. Because your group sucks. Um. You guys should have turned heel a couple years ago. You guys should have. You guys should have capitalized. On things. And you didn't. You wanted to stay complacent. And tell your same old jokes. That ran so dry. And now look where you're at. So, the Dark Order, Uno, uh, Reynolds, and Silver signed for three years. And then, uh, Evil Uno got a comment under this by none other than Kip Sabian. (laughs) He says, oh, sweet. Sorry, he says, sweet. Oh, yeah, me too. Kip Sabian signs a three-year fucking deal with AEW? You've got to be kidding me. Why are you signing people like this, man? I get you need jobbers, bruh. But I don't even want his ass as a jobber, bruh. Bro is boring as sin. Is nothing special to this roster. Get Kip Sabian the fuck out of there. He would be one of the first ones I would let go. And you re-sign him for three years? That is a mistake, man. It really is. Three more years of Dark Order and Kip Sabian. Come on, Dark Order, at least at one point they were fucking good, but Kip Sabian, dude. Oh, good lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, Two dead acts. Two acts that you signed and you are absolutely going to do nothing with them and they are going to serve no purpose to your company other than being a waste of roster space. That's just yep. how it is. That's Literally, just fucking man. how it is, man. So, other than that, dude, other than that, um, speaking of re-signings, the Elite, yes, the Elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, 
and Adam Hangman Page have all signed multi-year deals to remain with All Elite Wrestling, according to Sports Illustrated, uh, with Omega and the Young Bucks remaining as AEW Executive Vice Presidents. Um, yeah, I mean these guys all made uh, these guys all made a pact that they were going to stick together, according to Melter. Um, these guys made a pact that they were going to stick together, and they did just that, bro. And I actually have a little bit of a little bit of side news on on both of these signings. So, one person with knowledge of WWE's interest in Kenny Omega, uh, uh, sorry, um, with WWE's interest of the elite, obviously WWE didn't even get a crack at them, um, you know, because they were never free agents. They were, you know, always, always contracted to AEW and they re-signed while they were still on a contract. So, um, AEW, AEW, man, um, you know, it was being reported that they did want the Elite, but they really, really wanted Kenny Omega. So, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, one person with knowledge of WWE's interest in the Elite noted while Kenny Omega would have been used as a top guy because of his long-term physical durability, they believed Seth Rollins' role of the best in-ring wrestler in WWE had more time than Kenny Omega would have. Mm. I, I can actually respect that. I mean... Omega's the GOAT, but that Japan schedule fucked that man's body. Yeah, um... I can respect that. So... Uh... See... I I do... I I get what they're saying. I get what they're Mm -hmm. saying about about his long-term physical durability. But... Why see why didn't why did why were you bringing Omega in with the mindset of he's gonna be our this is the best wrestler this is the best in ring wrestler guy? You know the Japan style fucked his body. You never brought AJ Styles in with that mindset, so why would you do it to Kenny mm-hmm. Omega? That's the only bring... thing what was it? You didn't even fucking you didn't do that for Shinsuke when he came up to the main roster, of all people, and he is the Japan style. There was there's literally stories that the only reason Shinsuke will stay in will stay in WWE is because he doesn't have to work that Japan style anymore. Like, bro. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why you would ever think about that. I would be thinking about getting Kenny Omega first and not having him take the role of the best in-ring wrestler in WWE. It's even deba- maybe right now Seth Rollins is, but if we're talking like on paper, Seth Rollins is one of the best, but there's a couple people I can think of that are better in the ring than Seth Rollins. Maybe all of them don't get used how they should, but as far as how as far as who's doing the most on television right now like right now uh as of august august 4th 2023 it's obviously seth rollins but why was it even in your mindset when you brought kenny omega in 
my logic would be let's not have him work that style so we can prolong him and, and get as much use out of him. Exactly. You guys killed everybody's in-ring styles to longevigate them and make them, you know, last as much as possible. You're not going to do it to Kenny. You're just going to use him up till he can't go anymore and what, spit him out? The fuck? Like, come on. That's what they were going to do, too. They were going to fucking overwork the fuck out of him till he can't go no more and just leave him in the dust. Because he, he didn't start there. We all know how they work. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 Logan. Are you a story merchant? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> that was going yeah, on? exactly. That was... Are you one of those? You like stories in wrestling, Logan? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? Wait. What a bum. Okay? What Listen. A what a merchant. What a story merchant. Okay, guys. Get a, get a load of this guy, Logan. Oh, my God. He likes stories in wrestling. Are you kidding me? Dude, I'm telling you right now, I just want three hours of just matches. That's all I want, okay? That's why ROH is my favorite weekly show. I just love to watch a two-hour show filled with minute-and-a-half matches. Okay? Is that what's going on here? That was going on here, You story merchant. I can't believe this guy likes <laughs> like stories involved with his wrestling. Unreal. Anyways, anyways, man. Um. So, so, um. Ah. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Bell. You gotta, you gotta fucking... Bell, bro, why do you gotta... Why do you gotta expose me, man? Why do you gotta <laughs> expose me? Can't break kayfabe like that, man. We're Seriously. supposed to make these people believe we're one of those stupid-ass fans. We're out, here, we're out here giving Logan a hard time, man, and Bell's making us break character, bro. So... God damn it. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, though. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and and that's the th- that's the thing that's the thing that I feel like WWE would have overlooked about Kenny Omega too is his ability to tell a story, because everybody just looks at Kenny as the New Japan best bout machine, and they completely overlook his storytelling ability. Granted, in AEW, they they did drop the ball on a lot of uh, they did drop the ball on a lot of um, on a, on a, a lot of Kenny Omega like Kenny Omega's heel turn. I think they did horribly. Like the initial turn all out 2020 on Hangman. Um, so yeah, I think they I think they I think they I think they dropped the ball. I think they dropped the ball a little bit. Um I think they dropped the oh. ball a little bit. Sometimes with Kenny Omega's storytelling, but other times Kenny Omega is a fairly good storyteller. But I feel like WWE would have completely overlooked that. Yeah, value. Oh, hundred percent. He definitely beat us two to one, bro. It's a little embarrassing, but whatever. Yeah. But on a, on a <laughs> on a serious note, bro. Yeah, I I can't I can't stand those kind of people. I genuinely can't. No, I really Be- between can't. us, bro. How the fuck do you like a things. show where you're just watching matches, just straight matches, no story, no rhyme or reason behind anything, nothing. Unbelievable. I just said. Nah, I'm good. I'll just watch this two-minute match <sighs> for 
three hours. Like, bro, what? Horrible. But yeah, man. Kenny has so much more value over that. And he, I don't know why they would just look at him as just a match guy. Definitely. I tell you, bro. Anytime you think Kenny Omega, all everybody, all anybody thinks about is best bout machine, even though he's a very underrated storyteller um, when given the right opportunities. But um, another piece of side news here on the Elite. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Barry Bloom, who represented the Elite in contract negotiations, had told the Young Bucks, as far as he knew, this was the highest guarantee for any tag team in pro wrestling history has ever gotten. And that would include contracts for uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash in WCW. Without... Without stepping a fucking foot in WWE. And no, don't tell me Matt Jackson was in WWE as an enhancement talent. Without oh stepping God. a foot in WWE. Um these guys are these guys are, are self made uh goats. They are my greatest tag team of all time, and I genuinely stand by that. I genuinely stand oh, by that. Man. It hurts. A little bit that for at least another three to five years, we won't get the Usos versus the Young Bucks, but it's okay. I'm okay with that being the greatest what if tag team match. Say, Logan, now you're speaking my language. That's what I'm talking about. A bunch of Tony Nice versus Shibata. That's what I'm pulling up to see. All right. Exactly, man. No stories. Nothing. I need two hours of dude. What was that one ROH episode? It, it dude. It was like thirteen matches on a fucking weekly show. Like yep. dude, nineteen. Oh, 19 matches on a weekly episode of television. That is mental illness, bro. It's literally oh, AEW Dark. I remember during the oh, pandemic, dude. dude. They were doing three-hour live streams of just like thirty fucking matches. <laughs> like God damn, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> it's insane. I don't understand it. I yeah. really don't, man. The Kenny Omega is way more than just a match guy. 100%, bro. 100%. But like I was saying, yes, these guys, bro. Um, I'm, Anyway, I'm cool. I'm cool with the Young Bucks and the Usos being uh, one of the greatest what-if tag team matches. For me, well, the greatest what-if tag team match ever. Uh, the greatest oh, fantasy see. match for the tag teams ever. Um, Usos versus the Young Bucks. That's one of my. It's one of my dream. It's one of my dream matches. Also, how cool it would. Actually, it wouldn't even make sense now because the bloodline's broken up. But imagine Roman's got the bloodline and Cody calls upon the Elite. Just a little fantasy booking for you. Just to dip. Just to dip my toe back in the old pond. A little fantasy booking. Cody calling upon that. But anyway, obviously. That's uh, that's not gonna um, uh, that's obviously not gonna happen. And dude, uh, anyway, back to the reality. These guys absolutely deserve it. Um, these guys, I say it all the time, and I can't say it enough. But these guys, Matt and Nick, um, these guys uh will, unfortunately, by most probably never 
get their flowers. I mean, these guys are incredibly talented. These guys are incredibly talented. These guys, again, if you ask me, greatest tag, my greatest tag team of all time. Um, these guys are our self-made, uh, goats. They really are. They, they are, they are a huge inspiration and they, they absolutely deserve it. There's no better team. And I'm so glad they got the highest, they are the highest paying tag team, highest paid tag team in pro wrestling history, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well-deserved. Absolutely. percent. Yeah. They can do it Still, all. Man. They're creative. They can have a banger of a match. They can tell a fucking banger of a story. Um, these guys, dude, when AEW is so bad at times, these guys are the only guys that uh, that whole elite circle, um, the people in the elite and whoever they're feuding with, dude, nine times out of ten, when, when things are not going so hot in AEW, uh, these guys, nine times out of ten, are going to give you uh, something to sink your teeth into and, and a great story to... Uh, Keep you watching, bro. And these guys, these guys are the foundation. They Nick said it himself, man, but these guys are the E in AEW. They are the foundation, and they are the reason why the, why this company is a thing. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Um, no little side story on Hangman, unfortunately. I... I other than WWE had interest in all four of them. Um, but yeah, very, very, very happy for these guys, man. Very happy for these guys staying in AEW and being the highest paid tag team of all time. It's, it's a tremendous thing. And if they don't get their flowers from the fans, at least they got a little bit of their flowers from Tony Khan. Um, giving them exactly, the bag. <laughs> As, I don't know what they got, it's gotta be like seven mil as each. they, Oh yeah, I would think because they're executives, but yeah, the the these guys absolutely deserve it. There's there's no there's no better there's no better tag team across the board. I've said it for years. I've said it for years, but there's oh, just, yeah. there's just no better tag team than the Bucks. Um So other than that we actually have an inter an uh, an injury update on Kyle O'Reilly. I've seen a lot of um I've seen a lot of rumors saying that Kyle was supposed to come back and interject himself into this whole uh, MJF and uh, uh, his MJF and Adam Cole storyline with, you know, Roddy being involved and stuff. But, um, so uh, Kyle O'Reilly has not competed in a wrestling match since June 8th, 2022. Damn. Oh my god, it's been a year? Over a year? Damn, over a year? Fuck. So he hasn't competed on Dynamite since June 8th, 2022 in a match he faced Jon Moxley in an interim world championship number one contenders match which ultimately resulted in a loss for Kyle O'Reilly. Fans have speculated about a potential return for O'Reilly, especially with his former partner Adam Cole being a part of a popular act with MJF in AEW. However, Based on the information provided, Kyle O'Reilly's return to wrestling is uncertain and might not happen for a while, uh, for a significant amount of time, if at all. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp said, uh, same as Big E, it's a broken neck, fix the broken neck, 
and a long time before he returns, if ever. Okay. Wow. That sucks, yeah, that man. Sucks, man. That really does. I hope they could all get well, man. I hope to see them all soon, man. They're all amazing talents, and I hope they could just get better soon, man. This shit's always the worst. It really is, man. It really is. It sucks. It really sucks for Kyle O'Reilly. Um, it really sucks for Kyle O'Reilly. I hope. I hope. Uh, you know. I hope he's a lot sooner. I hope he's a lot sooner, man. But if his injury was the same as Big E's, bro, coming up in March, Big E will will have been out of action for two years. Damn. That's that ain't right, man. That's yeah. insane. Yep. Does not feel like two years. Yeah, it's been like a, a year. What happened? Next month will be a year and a half. A year and a half for Big because I think it was March. It was either March. Yep. If it, yeah, it was in March of twenty twenty two, uh, before Mania thirty eight. So, yeah, Biggie. Damn. So uh, next month it'll be the, it'll be a year and a half since Biggie got hurt and and coming up on two years that this man hasn't wrestled that's insane man that's insane that's horrible man i hope i hope he gets better i hope it works out me too bro me too absolutely so wwe um well i think that's all the Yep, uh, yeah, I think that's all the, yeah, that is all the AEW news we have for the day. So, well, a little bit of news that kind of, I guess, fuses AEW and WWE. So, according to E-Wrestling News, um, a bunch of other people have reported this too, uh, the TV yeah. rights deal for WWE and AEW are, are up next year. As AEW is in talks with Warner Bros. Discovery, while WWE is in discussions with USA Network for uh, for Raw and Fox for SmackDown. Earlier this year, which I actually heard WWE is on course to uh, having Fox yet again pay another bag for Friday Night SmackDown. So you could thank Triple H for that. Um, I've actually been hearing the opposite about Fox. Was it? I've I've been hearing that they'll they'll be willing to pay the money they paid originally, but nothing more. Apparently, they they Fox doesn't want to pay any more money oh, than they already have. Dude, you're right. That, My bad. I completely read that wrong. I forgot the not part, and I thought I said I thought I seen Fox are willing to pay more. To re- okay, my bad. Yeah, that one's on me. Yes, yeah, we'll get we'll get to that in just a second. But so earlier this year, while appearing on the uh, SI Media with Jimmy Trina, sports podcaster, reporter, podcast host James Andrew Miller, who's also the executive vice president of original of original programming for USA Network, talked about hearing that there is no interest uh, that there is interest. In WWE programming from people at Warner Bros. Discovery, Dave Meltzer noted on the Wrestling Observer Radio that Warner Bros. Discovery is still interested in WWE. Meltzer pointed out that Warner Bros. Discovery and AEW um, that Warner Bros. Discovery 
pointed out that Warner Bros. Discovery getting AEW and WWE is not likely. WWE would want to have the same television part. WWE would not want to have the same television partner as their rival. Warner Bros. Discovery is also strapped for cash as they look to sign AEW and the NBA to new deals. That'd be funny as hell. Vince would never in his life let that happen, bro. Bro would rather make his own fucking TV network than join the one AKW is on. That's yeah. how petty that man is. But oh, that would yeah. be pretty cool. You need to get one subscription service to watch both. That would be real nice. Definitely, that bro. That would be real nice. That would even happen. But that, I would like that, actually. Yeah, yeah, that that would be... It would, it would be nice. It would be nice, but... Yeah, man, WWE is never, never, ever, ever going to let that happen. As story on Fox, uh, Fox are not willing to pay more to retain SmackDown on their network as they will only be willing to give the same they are paying now, which obviously is $1 billion. You can thank Triple H for even getting that for you. Because the fact that Fox is willing to give them another billion, granted, Fox never, Fox never wanted uh, anything uh, other than the consistency of WWE. Uh, Fox, Fox only, I think they had something UFC related, which UFC was consistent and, or it was something, something, something consistent they dropped and the only reason they picked up SmackDown is because it's consistently, you know, weekly episodic. Weekly. There's no off-season. Um, guaranteed money 24-7, man, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got, you know, and, and you got, you know, your net. Something cool happens on SmackDown, dude. You got your, your network going, your network going viral. People are tweeting about your network and so Well, tweeting about a show that runs on your network and stuff. So, it's, it's, it's a win it's a it's a win win, um, but holy shit! If Vince McMahon would have kept up with SmackDown, <laughs> that there's no. no way they would have got another billion. But I'm telling you right now, you can thank Triple H, you can thank Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Solo Sokoa, the Usos, and Sammy fucking Zayn for that billion dollars you're gonna be getting because. They shouldn't have even got that for SmackDown. Oh, no, not at all. God, no, that shit is not worth a billion dollars. I don't give a fuck. That shit ain't, but they're lucky Triple H saved them because Fox would 100% be paying dog shit in terms of, like, what they were originally paying them after the fucking shit they got. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, again, completely, it boggles my mind that they even got that. But, nonetheless, they got it. Nonetheless, man, they got it. And they, uh, they got it. And they have, they have, uh, quite a few people to thank, man. They, like I said, Triple H and that whole bloodline from last, the whole Sami Zayn era of the bloodline, you can thank them. For putting SmackDown back on the fucking map because those are the only people that that WWE let make a difference on that show. Now, could there have been others to come along and make that show great? Absolutely. Did they let them? No. So, 
Yeah, man. So that is the news on SmackDown. That is the news on SmackDown and their uh, current deal with Fox, man. Speaking of people on SmackDown, according to PW Insider, WWE megastar LA Knight has been getting huge props and great responses from the fans for his segments every time he appears on WWE TV. But he has yet to receive a big push that is sure to send him into the next level in WWE. PW Insider has provided an update on the matter saying internally, Knight is being praised. Knight is being praised for getting himself over and breaking the mold on what was given to him creatively. The Slim Jim Battle Royal. There are plans to push Knight in the future. They're just waiting for the right moment to pull the trigger and hit the ground running. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's about to make me angry. You already had like three times to fucking pull the trigger and hit the ground running. And you fucking dropped him on his fucking knees all three times. The fuck are you talking about? Oh man! Just drop bro on his head fucking three times. Like the fuck are you talking about? We need a we need to wait for a moment to pull. You had them already, and you didn't pull the trigger. You got robbed. Oh my god, dude! Oh, that shit pissed me off, dude. It push him in the future. Yeah, what is it gonna be? Twenty twenty seven. The fuck? Like, what are we gonna do? Be a producer with fuck with a certain person backstage? They're probably waiting for him to get injured, so they could be like, "Oh, we oh, were gonna fuck. push him, but then he got hurt, and then someone else got oh. over, and nobody did." You know, one hundred percent, they're waiting for that man to get injured because not only will that in their minds be like, "Yeah, exactly, he's too old, that's why he shouldn't be doing this," and then they'll make him a producer because he's too old and injured. They're waiting for that man to get injured, bro. With this company, they're going to bring back Nia Jax to have a match with him just to guarantee that injury. So now, so before he was hard to work with, but now they love him and they're praising him for getting over? Mm. I don't buy it. And there are plans in the near future. Okay. okay, so you're going to push him through one of WWE's most bland periods after SummerSlam where they don't really have a major show until January? That's when you're going to push him? Dude, this guy, this guy, LA Knight, bro, they're waiting for the right moment To pull the trigger. I also seen another rumor. That they were. That they were. uh, Under exposing him on purpose. So it gets. So the. So the fans want to see him. You know. Which. It can be a blessing and a curse. Because you're walking a very thin line there. You know. I mean, that's how WWE tests you, though. They they're gonna put you out. They're gonna send you out there, or they're gonna purposely not send you out there to see if your steam goes away and see if you keep it. 
dude, you have fucking barely exposed this guy out of my, or or um through the summer. You you fucking barely exposed him through the summer. We go into Money in the Bank, and all of a sudden he's just getting the loudest pops. We go into Money in the Bank, he loses. That's where his momentum should have died, right? People should have gave up on him then. No. That man continues to get the pop of the night every fucking time he comes out there. So stop testing the fucking man and pull the fucking trigger on him. Give him something. And their idea of giving him something is apparently a fucking battle royal of Slim Jim. (laughs) You forgot to say it properly. It is the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Thank you. What the you. fuck? The fuck are we doing <laughs> here, bro? What an accolade, man! Right, right over his nameplate, just says one the Slim Jim Battle Royal at SummerSlam. What a fucking accomplishment! Uh, what an accolade! Good lord! Yeah, so that's uh, that's. I feel like the guy who's praising him for getting over by himself is one man back there. And he sits there with his headset every week. And he can't do nothing about nothing. Um, and that man is Paul Paul Triple H Levesque, the chief content officer. Bro. Chief liar. <laughs> <sighs> Dude. The chief chief officer. What... What a fucking absolute mess, dude. Um, the only thing I have to say about this at this point is, um, I will believe you're going to push LA Knight when I see you push LA Knight, because this is ridiculous. This has been ridiculous, and it continues to be nothing but ridiculous at this point. Exactly, man. Exactly. This man needs to be pushed, and it's already long overdue. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, uh... With that, man, we got some news on... Uh... Actually, we have an injury update. Mm -hmm. On... Kofi Kingston. Yeah, we got an injury update on Kofi Kingston. As according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, Kofi Kingston um, uh, he was, uh, sorry, he was asked in his Q&A about Kofi Kingston and he said, I was told Kofi wasn't supposed to be that far off from returning but that was a week or two ago, I believe. So Kofi's coming back, man. Kofi's coming back, and it's uh, it's 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 a it's a nice thing to see, bro. It's a nice thing to see, and I can't wait to see him back. And I hope they can do something for Christ's sake with the new day. When Biggie comes back, they absolutely need to turn heel. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I know it's they the won't though. Time. Oh, they will hundred percent won't. But it is. I think it's what I would want. But um. Good to see him coming back soon, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. 
Also, WWE has, uh, back in May of this year, WWE CEO Nick Khan confirmed that WWE is going to be hosting, I don't think they know that Nick Khan's not the CEO of WWE anymore, but, um, whatever. Um, uh, so Nick Khan confirmed that WWE is going to be hosting a live event in India this September. The formal announcement was pushed out. Uh, and the event title is the Superstar Spectacle. I think they did a Superstar Spectacle before when I think Triple H faced Jinder Mahal, Jinder Jinder Mahal, and in fucking India. So, um, it it is taking place September eighth from the GMC. But I'm not even going to attempt it. Uh, sports Complex in high. Hyder Hyderabad, India. Um, horrible. Um, the uh, this will be the first event held in India since 2017. Right. Uh, advertised. Uh, advertised for the show is World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley, Undisputed Tag Team Champions Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Intercontinental Champion Gunther, Jinder Mahal, Veer, Sanga, Drew McIntyre, Becky Lynch, Natalia. Matt Riddle and Ludwig Kaiser. Oh my God! You know what I just oh, noticed? Damn. Hmm. On this poster, there's Walter. There's mm-hmm. Marcel Barthel, but there's no fucking Fabian Eichner. Like Cynthia Rizzo on the Vince, he was like, wait, who's that guy next to him, next to Gunther? No, oh. no, get him out, get him out. That's a bad sign. That's not a good sign. What is a good sign, I guess, is Kevin Owens. Hold on a second. Braun Breaker's on this poster, too. Uh, yeah, he's, he's real tiny, and he's, like, doing a backflip on the poster. <laughs> Who knows, man? I mean, Whoa. you know, they, they they advertise everybody for anything, really. Well, if the rumors are true, he should be getting called up after SummerSlam anyway. It's about time. Oh, yeah, it took him fucking forever. But um, I can see it, man. I can definitely see it. Yeah, Shanky's on the poster, too. Hey, dude, we need an interaction of Shanky and Daniel Garcia. We need it. I need it. Oh, the dancing skyscraper, Shanky. Love to see it, bro. I can, I, uh, dude, I cannot believe I just noticed that, bro. Fucking Fabian Eichner is not on the fucking poster. Oh, that's a bad sign for Imperium, bro. Oh, yeah, 100%. (sighs) That's not good. Yeah, that's cool, though. Braun Breaker's on the poster. That's one cool part, I guess. So, yeah, man, WWE's returning to India on uh, September the 8th. That is the week after All Out. Um, So, actually, I'm shocked they didn't run the same week as All Out. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, if this pay-per-view's at, like, 6 a.m. in the morning... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I it, if I if I hear anything good, if I hear anything good, 
I'll go back and watch the replay, but as far as a live watch, nah, nah. Especially because I know this is just going to be super, super fucking just bad. And if they've, and if they have, in the sure, take the titles from Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on this show, yeah, I'm really not fucking watching it then. So, oh wow, fucking a, um. So yeah, man, that's the news on the uh, WWE and their India show coming up in September, man. Um, uh, got another story on Triple H before we get to all the SummerSlam type news. Triple H's planned WWE storyline got off just stories. Yeah, man. So. Uh, yes, Triple H's planned WWE storyline got vinced. <sighs> An update emerged yeah. on plans for the reunion of the Way faction on the main roster. When Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Dexter Loomis, and Indy Hartwell all appeared together in a segment on the May 8th, edition of raw fans began to speculate about a storyline for the former nxt group on raw since then the stars have barely been presented as a group casting doubt on the future of the way in wwe sean ross Sapp has now indicated that vince mcmahon scrapped plans for the group when asked about the way on fightful select Sapp said it effectively got vinced but with vince's situation now the surgery I wonder if that will finally come to fruition, end quote. Uh, McMahon is currently recovering from a major spinal surgery. More details have emerged about his life-altering procedure. Um, This isn't the only Johnny Gargano reunion fans are anticipating. uh, With it being heavily speculated, Gargano and Ciampa will eventually team up to challenge Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Remember, guys, I told you we had bad news on Johnny Gargano and the way on Monday, and this this is it. This is it. The storyline got Vince. So what happened to Johnny Gargano? Vince happened to Johnny Gargano. Un-fucking-believable. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Yeah, absolutely horrible, man. Absolutely horrible. I hate seeing shit like this. I really do. I really do, man. I hate I, I hate hearing about stuff like this happening to Johnny Gargano because that man is That man is just mega talented, bro. That man is mega talented and they have no idea what they have on their hands. I know Triple H does, but Vince McMahon is just fucking up royally with this whole Johnny Gargano situation. Exactly, man. Exactly. So I, I just hope it goes well in the end. Yeah, I. I don't know, man. I don't know. Super, super infuriating, bro. Super infuriating. These guys <laughs> should have been absolutely put in the position to face Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. Obviously, KO got hurt, but they should have at least been in the picture. And Johnny Gargano's returning to live events, losing to Omos. So that's what you rather have him doing other than telling his story in the way and 
the story he was telling with trying to get Tommaso Ciampa back into the family. Um, and they don't want to do that because they're tone deaf pricks. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. It's annoying. <sighs> so. All right, man. We got a bunch of SummerSlam news. We got a bunch of SummerSlam news. So. We actually found about this uh, a couple hours ago. Bobby Roode will be working as a producer for Saturday's SummerSlam and Monday's Raw. Per PW Insider, Rude last wrestled last June as he has had several neck surgeries since. <sighs> Man. While he's hurt, I don't mind, you know, Bobby Roode, you know, producing and stuff like that. I just hope they don't try to hit him with the, uh, oh, well, we we like you as a producer. So I think we're going to keep you out of the ring from now on. And we're just going to have you full time as a producer in WWE. I'm fine with it for now, but I'm telling you, dude, once his neck is healed, I know he went through some pretty major surgeries. It looks like he'll be out like another year. Um, once he gets done with, with his surgeries, dude, we need to fucking see this guy back in the ring, man. I mean, that's another thing you're, you're, uh, losing a lot of fucking money on, bro, is glorious Bobby Roode. Exactly, man. Exactly. Like, I, who knows if we'll get him back, even if he's allowed to wrestle again, man. But this is how WWE does it. You get injured. While you're injured, they make you a producer because you want to be there. And that's the role to suck with for the rest of your for the rest of your life at that point. So let's hope he doesn't get stuck in it. But at this point, I think it's inevitable. I think we've seen the last of uh, Bobby Roode in the ring in WWE. I really think we have, sadly. I could totally see it. I can totally see that. So, uh, there is... Uh, rumors going around that uh, Roman Reigns recently spoke on ESPN and said that the uh, everybody from the Samoan and Hawaii dynasty will be in the arena for Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the main event of SummerSlam. And with that, there is a rumor going around that The Rock will make a surprise return for a segment with Grayson Waller. And it is possible that he will be involved in the main event at some capacity. Obviously, this is just a rumor. We did hear that they do want Grayson Waller in the in a segment with a legend. I'm just saying we all know what that did for we all know what that did for uh we all know what that did for uh Bray Wyatt a couple years ago. Yeah. Um so yeah, man. Um this is this this is uh this is no good man this is this is no good for this this is uh no good for Grayson Waller at least and where the fuck are you going to fit a rock match in right now where 
Exactly, man. Exactly. I don't know. I think it's too late to do the fucking rock match, if you ask me, man. But, um, it just sounds like a generic WWE legend bearing segment to me, man. Good thing it's not on someone like LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, I could really see Jimmy. I could really see Jimmy turning on Jay. I could really see that. I really could. Oh, 100%. I could see it. 100%, bro. For sure. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't know if you wanted to do the rock match. Maybe you could have put that at WrestleMania 38 and, and not did another fucking meaningless match with Brock Lesnar. Just me though. Um, I don't know what was up with his schedule at that time, but, um, I mean, I'm sure if you let the rock know in advance, I'm sure he'll make time for it. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just completely stupid, completely stupid, man. Um, so the rock is set to be involved with Grayson Waller. Don't really know. Um, don't really know. Don't really know uh, what that's gonna do for Grayson Waller. Um, probably the same thing it did for Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 32, and that was absolutely bury that man. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's the that's the rumors on the Rock pulling up to SummerSlam, man. Somebody who also could be pulling up to SummerSlam. None other than Randy Orton. Uh, it is being reported by PW Insider that Randy Orton is in Detroit ahead of SummerSlam tomorrow night. Now, we did see news uh, from SAP that said that Orton is nowhere near a return. So we don't know if Randy's just going to hang out or, or what's going on or if somebody's feeding him wrong information. But whatever the case is. Randy is, uh, Randy's in Detroit. Randy is in Detroit, man. So whether he's, you know, there to make his return or not, we'll just have, we got to wait one more day and I think we'll get our answer. But, um, yeah, so, uh, that's, that's the, that's the latest on Randy Orton, man. Oh yeah, man. I hope he is coming back soon, man. I, I don't think he'll be back t- um, tomorrow. I really don't. I think he's just there to, you know, be around backstage. But um, I can't wait for him to be back, man. I really can't. Totally. Totally, man. Totally. Yeah, pumped. Pumped to see Orton back. All right, man. This is one of the stories that is... uh, I know this is a sensitive topic. But it was announced this week on Raw that Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus will take place on the August 14th episode of Raw from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And not SummerSlam, where many fans had presumed the match would take place. No. And it's being reported that it was cut because of time. And uh, what it's actually being cut for is uh, no fucking fan interest whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, are people really upset about this? Are people like honestly? Are people genuinely fucking upset about this shit, bro? I mean, who gives a fuck about this feud? Seriously, this mm-hmm. has been one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. This is 
this is one of this is genuinely one of the worst fucking feuds I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've been watching wrestling since I was five years old. And this is oh, absolute yeah. dog shit. Who cares? Not me. Um I I do. I, Becky Lynch did all this and she's one of the biggest names just to not be on the show man that is it's a crime right there man um I don't give a fuck I hope all you guys <clears throat> don't give a fuck either and I'm, I'm glad that it's not wasting our time on SummerSlam only thing I'm mad about we gotta see it for like two more weeks <sighs> yeah the only thing I'm upset about is that I have to go another two weeks seeing Trish Stratus. Like I said in the open of the show, I really wanted last week, uh, or I really wanted tomorrow to be the last time I was going to see Trish Stratus. But uh, it's not. And we have to deal with heel Trish for at least one more week of build, and then we finally get to the match, and... It is what it is, man. But yeah, because of time and, and, and low fan interest, this thing uh, is not being on SummerSlam, and I am stoked about it. That is one less headache I have for the fucking night. Alright, man. So, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Is Roman Reigns going to be absent for all PLEs through the rest of 2023. And is this a sign who will walk out the undisputed Universal Champion at SummerSlam? Oh, man. Tough, man. It's real tough. So, um, it was pointed out by Wrestle Features. Roman Reigns is suspiciously absent from the advertising for all events through the rest of 2023. WWE has Payback on September 2nd, Fastlane on October 7th, and Survivor Series on November 25th. And as it stands, Roman Reigns has yet to be advertised and is absent from advertising from all of those events. That's got some fans thinking that his reign will come to an end at the hands of Jay Uso at SummerSlam. Uh, there's no way. No way. There's it can't be. There's no way. There's no way. It would be sick, but I'm I'm happy, happy but ain't no way. There's just no way. There's no fucking way. I don't believe. I do not believe this. Yeah, this is uh, this is leading us to Roman and Cody too. Yeah. Sadly. And as far as these premium live events, I, I mean, to be fair, to be fair. Roman Reigns wasn't scheduled through uh, uh, wasn't scheduled for anything through this entire summer. So plans did change though and he, you know, ended up working the whole summer. Um so maybe plans will change and 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 as they always say, card is always subject to change. 
but I I don't know. I don't know, dude. This is uh this is this is weird and, and I, I just I can't see him taking I can't see him taking five months off straight. I mean, that's a long fucking time. I mean, I know Roman Reigns would sometimes be missing for three, four, five weeks um, when he was on his little vacation in the summer of 2021. But five months? We still got a whole five months left in the fucking year. Or four, something like that. That's, uh, yeah, that's that's tricky, bro. That's tricky. I really, really wonder uh, if he's just going to work SmackDowns, but... Is he not going to defend the championship for five, six months? I mean... It's not a good look if that's true. It's not. It's not. It's not at all. Um, You know, he didn't defend the championship all summer, but at least he was uh, doing something just to build to this one championship match that we're getting now with, uh, with Jay. You know, the whole summer's been put into this SummerSlam main event. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Survivor Series will be there. So I, I can only hope. Uh, but yeah, as of right now, dude, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns looks to be a no-go for, for the rest of the year, which is really weird. And yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see him missing all that time, but as of right now, man, he's not advertised for nothing. And we'll see how it goes, man, because uh, ain't no way he's losing, bro. Ain't no way. <sighs> Dude, when I tell you I would be shocked, I genuinely mean I would be fucking shocked if Roman Reigns lost at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, I... Man... I'll be the most shocked person in the world. Seriously. Seriously, bro. So, with our last story of the day, this is a warning for Bell. I know you always like when we give you the, the warning before we go over Vince. Vince McMahon. I would say this is good news, but we all know how 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 this dude is. Um, Vince McMahon subpoenaed in sexual misconduct investigation. Federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and subpoenaed World Wrestling Entertainment executive Vince McMahon last month as a part of an investigation into claims of sexual misconduct that the company announced this week. U.S. regulators and federal agents also demanded that WWE hand over certain documents. McMahon has not been charged with a crime. The WWE did not immediately respond to a request for comment. McMahon was forced was forced to retire. Uh, McMahon was forced to retire as CEO in July of 2022 but remain the company's majority shareholder following his departure. The WWE disclosed multiple expenses that McMahon had it reported totaling nine, totaling 19.6 million. The company forced to revise its finance for financial statements for 2019, 2020 and 2021 is actually more like 30 something million. 
but uh, many of the payments are related to the company's investigation of his alleged sexual uh, of his alleged sexual misconduct, and the company's board uh, last year formed a special committee to investigate. Twenty two. Uh, reported uh, McMahon's tens of millions of dollars for women to cover up allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. McMahon has denied all allegations. McMahon returned to the company in January. McMahon returned to the company in January as a member, uh, as a board member after a six-month hiatus upon his return and agreed to reimburse the company and uh, for its expenses related to the investigation. So far, he has repaid WWE $17.4 million. The company reported Wednesday in April. The company announced it's merging with the Endeavor Group, the parent company of competitor UFC, to form a new publicly traded company. McMahon will retain his current WWE title of executive chairman at the new company. It is crazy. I know a lot of people thought this had to do with whatever Donald Trump's got going on. But ever since... Then, ever since then, it seems to be about his sexual misconduct, and it is funny. It's really funny that this happens. Are you there, Sir K? Uh, there you are. Oh, you're here. God damn. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Where did you stop hearing me at? Um, right after he got done with the Roman story, uh, not the Roman, um, the Vince story, right after he finished reading it. So, I know, I know a lot of people, uh, I know a lot of people thought this had to do with whatever Donald Trump's got going on, um, but as far as their investigation of everything, it seems like it's about his the sexual misconduct stuff, but they've never really specified that. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is uh, this is really interesting. This is especially interesting. Um, it's almost as if somebody in the company has got some dirt on him, and they're trying to take him down as soon as he's on his medical leave, because he's on medical mm-hmm. leave. So it's almost like they're trying to uh, they're trying to kick the old man while he's down, and I can't say that I'm opposed to it. No, exactly, man. You really haven't said what the investigation is like, what they're trying to find, but they look in it. They looking for something, man, and I hope they find it because um, because his ass needs to be locked up for the rest of his life, man. But. It's crazy that it's all happening now. He's on leave for the medical reasons. They're investigating him. And somehow he'll always find a way to FaceTime Triple H and make him book the show that Vince McMahon wants. So, this guy always wins, man. But I, I hope in this case he does. I hope something comes out of this investigation. 
Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I, I, I hope so, too. I hope they finally fucking take this guy down. But according to him, he put out a, he put out a statement with CNBC. He put out a statement with CNBC, and he had this to say. <clears throat> he said in WWE's latest SEC filing to report second quarter 2023 earnings, it was revealed that the federal law enforcement Agents executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury subpoenaed um, on uh, sub, uh, yeah subpoena on Vince McMahon on July seventeenth. No charges have been brought uh, have been brought in these investigations. In a statement to CNBC, McMahon said, "I always have denied." I always have denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. So I am confident that the government's investigation will be resolved without any findings of wrongdoing. You're probably burning it all right now. Uh, I hope, you know, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon can most likely get the runny court case, man. But if anybody's going to take him down, I hope it's the feds. Um, I really do. I hope it's the feds, bro. Uh, you were telling me this the other way, but I hope, I hope if anybody's going to take him down, man, I really hope it'll be the feds. And if this man beats this, holy fuck. Because holy fuck, the only people, the real people I want to go after Vince McMahon is the IRS. Those fucking people will capture anybody. They did it to everybody. El Capone, fucking El Chapo. They get him. Please get Vince McMahon, for the love of God, man. But I hope something comes out of this investigation, man. But Vince McMahon, you never know. I think he did lose his lawyer. That um Jerry was always. I think I saw something that Jerry McDevitt like retired or something. I I don't know if that was true, but I I thought I remembered seeing that like a like a month or two ago. But um. So I, I, he better hope he still has that man at his side because if not, he's doomed, man. And genuinely, I pray on that man's downfall, and I will be there live for when it happens. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. I think I think you're sitting in the boat with a lot of people. <laughs> I can't see my mouse again, so I'm gonna try to go to the little "Thanks for watching" screen and come back because it did it worked last time. So we'll see you guys in like two seconds. Nope. There it goes. It always works. I don't know why, but whenever my mouse, whenever my little mouse, uh, little my little mouse arrow icon disappears, yeah, I just go to the thanks for watching screen, and it always fucking comes back. So that is the news on Vince McMahon, uh, and that was his statement on it. As also, I know I alluded to it, um, but yes, Vince McMahon is on. Uh, Vince McMahon is also on medical leave, and he's been on medical leave since uh, July twenty first. So he's been on medical leave for about two weeks, but he's still, still, uh, he had some sort of back surgery, some like life altering back surgery, I guess. So yeah. that's. That's what he has going on. That's what he has going on, man. And he's been on medical leave since, since uh, ever since, man. So that's that's the news on Vince McMahon and the um and his newest investigation, man. How many more lawsuits is this guy gonna be fucking buried in? Um, he 
Yeah, I, I like I said, if anybody if anybody could, can can take them down, man, I, I would really hope it would be it would be the feds, man. But we'll just have to wait and see. And if he beats this, the IRS may uh, the IRS may be the only people. The IRS may be the final boss, man. I don't know, but yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, man. All right. Uh, I don't know why I was about to say Royal Rumble. Um, the SummerSlam predictions, bro. Let's go ahead. Starting off, we have Durante's most anticipated match. We have the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. Yeah. Holy fucking moly. This one's going to be nuts, man. So we got the SummerSlam Battle Royal, the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal, man. Who do you got, bro? Who do you got? Like I said, uh, I think I've said this for like the last like three prediction episodes, man. If it's not LA Knight, I'm going to be pissed. The LA Knight is the only right answer. He really is, bro. He really is. That man needs to get another, another generational pop to let these people know that he needs to... Uh, um, he needs well, to, to be yes, top right now. absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, LA Knight from both of us, man. And with that, the next match, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Ronda Rousey's last ride in the WWE against her BFF, Shayna Baszler. Another one, there's only one right answer. It absolutely needs to be Shayna Baszler. If, if it's any, but if it's Ronda, if Ronda, Ronda's not winning her last match, I would hope she's not that selfish. Um, and for her best friend, um, so yeah, I, I, I would hope she would at least put, put her best friend over. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Shayna Baszler. Definitely, man. Definitely. I hope so. I hope it's Shayna and yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be Shayna and I hope so. Definitely, man, definitely. And with the next match, we have the Maverick, Logan Paul versus Zesty Rick. Um, I think this is going to be for the first time in, I think, a year. Uh, I know mm-hmm. Logan Paul got the win against The Miz at last year's SummerSlam. It's, I think this is going to be the first time in like a year that Logan Paul actually gets a dub. So I'm going to go ahead and say Logan Paul and what should be a pretty damn good match, man. Pretty good match. I think so, man. I think it's going to be Logan. It, I think he should he need to win after all these um losses, man. And it's ricochet, man. He can't get any worse than he already has been. So I say Logan Paul should be and I think will be the winner of this match. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Moving on, man. The, what is this title called? The WWE Women's Championship. Even though it says undisputed on the title, but they don't call it that. I don't know. Whatever the fucking title's called. Asuka defending the Women's Championship against Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair. Uh... This one's tough, bro. This one's tough. Charlotte has to go film a movie. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Charlotte has to go film a movie. So uh, with like Liv Morgan and uh, Tony Storm, I think, which is actually why I think she dropped the AEW Women's Championship. She they got to go film no, a movie. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, that situation a little better. If you want Bianca Belair to turn heel or not, and I don't want to hear no bullshit, she don't want to turn heel because I, I don't care. Not a, Cody's lucky enough he he gets uh, he he gets to he run gets around there. with that fucking excuse. Um, I'm not giving it to anyone else. Um, no. If you I want Bianca, exactly. If you want Bianca to turn, um, don't have her win. Um, I could either see Oscar winning, or I could see a cash in happening. Um, yeah. One of the two, but uh, that's that's what I'm going to go ahead and predict. I'm going to predict Oscar, either that or it's going to be Oscar. And uh, it's it's going to be an Oscar win, and then a cash in, or maybe a cash in during the match. Man, we don't know, but yeah, I I, I'm, I can easily see it being uh, Oscar versus, um, or, or Oscar or Eo. Sorry. Definitely, man. I think so. I think it's going to be either one of the two. If she doesn't cash in, I think it's going to be Oscar. But there's always a chance that Eo can cash in, man. Definitely, bro. And the next match, this one should be a banger for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunner. 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 Gunther. Versus Drew McIntyre. Mm. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right fucking now. If Drew McIntyre wins this match, and this is coming from somebody who absolutely loves Drew McIntyre, love him, fucking love Drew, this man cannot walk out of Detroit with the Intercontinental Championship. Dude, we are like 20 or 30 days away from him breaking this record. They can absolutely not afford to make some dumb decision and this is something I could oddly see them doing just because they like to piss us off. Oh, 100%. I could easily see them just doing it just to just to do it. But if it's not Gunther, man, oh, man, am I going to be furious? Definitely, bro. Definitely. So I'm going to go ahead and say Gunther with uh, my hopes up. I hope so, man. I really hope so. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So, the next match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins defends the title against the Prince. <sighs> Finn Balor. This one's this is this is actually one I'm I'm really excited for. I'm actually really yeah. excited to see what happens here. Um I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to Finn Balor walking out with the World Heavyweight Championship and and telling uh, the the furthering the story with the Judgment Day. Hopefully on Monday Night Raw instead of uh, every brand on the fucking planet. But um, yeah, <laughs> I could see. I could also see this being the final nail in the coffin. I could see Damian Priest cashing in. I could see Damian Priest cashing in, uh, making it a triple threat. I could see Seth. Or, or I could see Damian Priest pump faking again and Finn finally just having enough of his shit and 
I could see this maybe being the end of the Judgment Day. But I don't know, man. But overall, I think I'm going to go ahead. That's a tough one. That's a tough one, man. It's a really tough one, man. I can genuinely see it going both ways. Same. If I had to pick, I might say Seth, but it really could just go both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to go ahead and pick... Uh, I'll go ahead and predict Seth. I'll go ahead and predict Seth retaining. I did you. Hell yeah, man. I, I, I think that's at least the most likely, but it really could go anyway. For sure. For sure, man. And the next match. The American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Cody Brock 3. Yeah, buddy. Let's <sighs> get it. I can't wait, man. God, who fucking cares, bro? Honestly. Who gives a shit about this fucking match? Um. <sighs> Or absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous is this fucking is this SummerSlam match. Um obviously it's gonna be Cody. They never even added a stipulation to this match, so it just gonna just be a regular match. match. I, it is what it is. It is what it is, and obviously it's gonna be Cody. Exactly, man. Exactly. I think we all know the answer of who it's gonna be. And let's just hope this is finally the end, man. All right, man, and the main event, the one that everyone shows up to see. Whew, I'm pumped, bro. Tribal Combat, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in a match not only for the Universal Championship, before the Ulafala, for the head of the table moniker, for the tribal ch- to uh, for the tribal tribal chief moniker, rather, um, dude, this is, I'm pumped for this one, bro. I'm pumped for this one, man. This this is gonna be good. Exactly, man. I can't fucking wait. Uh, I genuinely can't wait to see how it goes, especially with all that Roman stuff, man. It's interesting, man. It's real fucking interesting. But um, the story's going to be great. The match is going to be great. And uh, I think the easy answer that we can all guess is Roman. But I think it's a possibility this time, man. But, you know, obviously, if I'm a betting man, I'm putting the money on Roman Reigns. I think Jay is going to probably come as close as anybody's. Mm-hmm, but ever been to beating Roman. But I think something, some oddball factor is going to come into play and, and, and it's going to be, um, I don't know if that, I don't, it could be solo. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that could be Jimmy. Cause if you want to do a Jimmy and Jay feud, I know those two talked about it culminating at WrestleMania. I wouldn't want it to get stale. No, exactly. So I would start that like a little more towards the Royal Rumble. Um, something like that. But I don't know that I would start this right now. But I think Jay's going to come really fucking close. And I don't know how Roman's going to beat him. 
but I'm I, I'm just ready to sit back and enjoy I enjoy because because th- this is um this this is just gonna be th- this is this we say it all the time but cinema cinema bro oh. that's that's the only word that can be used um just fucking exactly. cinema exactly man I cannot wait to see how this gets culminated man but I think it's gonna be Roman somehow some way I think it's gonna be Roman yeah. Same. I don't know how Roman's gonna do it because I think Jay's gonna come really fucking close. Um, I don't know how Jay's gonna come close, but I know he will. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and and give this to Roman Reigns as well. Uh, but it's gonna be pretty damn interesting, bro. It's gonna Maybe. be pretty damn interesting. This is gonna be a spectacle tomorrow night, and we are all going to witness yet again another bloodline. Uh, moment uh, with the boys, man. So it's going to be pretty fucking, pretty fucking cool again. Exactly. So I can't wait to see how it goes. Definitely, dude. Definitely. So yeah, man, that is all we got for SummerSlam tomorrow night. That is all we got for SummerSlam tomorrow night. And yeah, that is, that is all the matches. And as you guys know, as you guys, yes, it is. It is Bloodline Night tomorrow. Sorry, sorry, oh, Collision. Um, but, oh, yeah. but yeah, man. So that is everything. That is everything we got, bro. That's everything we got. That has been the news and SummerSlam prediction, man. Was there anything else you had to say, Shirke? Man, it sucks. We're gonna have to miss um, FTR versus Brian Cage and um, Big Bill. Big Bill, man. That sucks, man. But. Can't wait for tomorrow. Can't wait for later today. Um, And hell yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so that's everything, man. And with that, again, we will be live on here with you guys tomorrow night for the SummerSlam review. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys directly after the show goes off the air. And it has been always, 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 always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Thank you guys for being here as always. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys tomorrow night with the WWE SummerSlam 2023 official show review. Peace.